on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, as you can imagine, the fires, wildfires in Greece are making the headlines in most of the front pages this morning. It's the lead story on the Irish Times. Thousands rescued as fires cause havoc on roads. Almost 19,000 people have been helped to safety from wildfires on the Greek island of Rhodes as part of Greece's largest emergency evacuation, with the Department of Foreign Affairs warning against travelling to areas in Greece affected by the wildfires. Yesterday evening, there were reports of further fire in Corfu, with authorities also ordering the evacuation of five small settlements there. Also on the front page of the Irish Times, call for UK to follow Ireland's leadership on alcohol health labels. So Ireland's plan to introduce mandatory health warnings on alcohol labels has sparked interest among politicians in Britain and Canada. The Republic is set to become the first country in the world to introduce such labels, including a warning about a link to cancer. Uh, The story goes on to say that uh, a British MP uh, told the health minister that he had tabled an early day motion in the House of Commons in support of the action taken by the Irish government. It also calls on the UK government to follow Ireland's leadership and introduce mandatory health labelling on alcohol products that informs consumers of the significant health risks to help reduce soaring rates of alcohol harm in the UK. And that's the on the front page of the Irish Times. I want to quickly mention the other story on the front page, which is this uh, result in the Spanish elections. The Irish Times seems to be the, the, the paper with the latest information on it. And Spain's general election delivered an upset last night as the Socialist Party of Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez performed better than polls had suggested and appeared on course to prevent the right from forming a government and certainly all day yesterday all the predictions and even as the exit polls were published all the predictions were that the right would get into government with the help of the far right and now that seems to have been prevented perhaps uh, all that prediction made people go to the polls and uh, work their way to prevent the far right from getting into power uh, we'll see how that uh, turns out uh, those wildfires well they're the front page news on the tabloids the Irish Sun holiday blaze travel chaos Irish tourists flee raging wildfires and burning Greek island of Rhodes escape from hell with dramatic uh, pictures of the wildfires burning there and pictures of the crowds uh, trying to escape as well. The Irish Daily Mirror, Greece Inferno Agony, Roads to Hell is their headline. Irish family in emergency shelter from the wildfire. Uh, 30,000 tourists evacuated from the Greek holiday isle, according to uh, the paper. Uh, They speak to a Dubliner, Danny Murphy, and his wife and two children are among those who have been given emergency shelter. And that's the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Well, the Irish Daily Star, wildfires in Greece, hell on earth is their headline. Irish families say Holiday Island is like a war zone. And they also spoke to Danny Murphy and his family there as well on the Irish Daily Mirror. Needless to say, there's plenty of pictures, by the way, in the front of all the papers of Limerick's win in the All-Ireland as well. That's a, a half-page picture on the front of the Irish Independent. Its lead story, though, is credit unions plan mortgage shake-up to undercut banks. Credit unions are planning to capture a huge swathe of the mortgage market with a low-cost, no-gimmicks national mortgage brand. Uh, The member-owned lenders are looking to set up a centralised mortgage company with the aim of getting to a point of issuing one in ten of all mortgages. This could see the sector issuing one billion of mortgages over the next seven years and would represent a big threat to banks and other lenders. And certainly uh, you do feel that there needs to be a greater deal of competition in the Irish banking sector, and particularly as well coming with mortgage rates as well. Uh, So that's an interesting story on the front of the Irish Independent.
On the front of the Irish Examiner, lack of child psych beds is urgent. Cormac O'Keefe writes that psychiatric nurses, psychologists and mental health campaigners are calling for urgent action to address the continuing shortage of child inpatient psychiatric beds. HSE figures supplied to the Irish Examiner show a 40% drop in admissions to the four public child and adolescent mental health service, uh, that's CAMS, approved centres last year due to staff shortages. The number fell from 361 in 2021 to 218 in 2022, and there have been just 98 admissions so far uh, this year. That's on the front of the Irish Examiner. It also has a story, CEO cautiously optimistic on hospital trolley numbers. Uh, The CEO of Cork University Hospital has defended the hospital's multi-million euro spend on external management consultants pointing to changes for patients. As a result, in an exclusive interview with the examiner, uh, David Donegan said he's cautiously optimistic this winter's trolley numbers will be lower in CUH, partly due to projects supported by the external advisors. He took up his role last August and faced the challenge of cutting wait times and trolley numbers. So, uh, the Irish Daily Mail, it leads with road usage charge to bring new hell for motorists. And this story is about a punitive, what it describes as a punitive plan under consideration would mean that commuting to work in Dublin from Maynooth, for example, would cost €38. So this punitive road pricing scheme is aimed at forcing people out of their cars and could see commuters paying that €38 to drive to work. And it gives that uh, example of Maynooth again, while a trip uh, from Cork to Dublin would cost €163 under a road usage charge. And that's been considered by the state's transport infrastructure structure body. Um, this is all to do with the exchequer facing a shortfall of between one and a half and three billion in lost revenue uh, from road tax and fuel duty receipts as drivers switch to electric vehicles. Well, uh, the government backed Transport Infrastructure Ireland has been tasked with finding ways to address the funding gap uh, in tandem with cutting emissions. And one of the measures under consideration will be to charge motors for using the national roads network. So not just motorways. And then it goes on in detail inside that paper about how the charge might work and uh, I have to say it's quite confusing but uh, it does appear that basically it'll be done on basically miles and road usages and on, on national roads so uh, a huge uh, charge is uh, faced by uh, motorists possible. It's only been under discussion and that's on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. Inside some of the papers now, uh, the Irish Daily Star, it has a decrease in number of inner city cops. The number of Gardaí working in stations in Dublin's north inner city has decreased by almost 4% since the start of the year. That's a co- year that's according to the latest staffing figures from Angarda Siakana. Updated details on staffing levels across the country's 564 Garda stations show the number of Garda attached to the Dublin North Central Division, which is currently in the spotlight, uh, which covers Store Street, Bridewell and Mount Joy, has fallen by 3.8% since the start of this year. So that's something to focus the mind uh, of the government. And we know that the uh, Dublin City Council's policing committee, joint policing committee, is meeting uh, this afternoon as well. There's a couple of weather-related stories that caught my eye on page three of the Irish Times. More rain warnings may be on the way. Met Aaron's warned there's a chance of more flash flooding on Wednesday. But there are brighter signs on the horizon, though, for August. So a little bit of good news. Uh, there was severe flooding in some parts of County Donegal on Saturday. Uh, Linda Hughes, a meteorologist with Met Aaron, said yesterday there was some potential for more rain warnings and floodings on Wednesday with the next wet weather forecast for them, but she can't be certain for the moment. However, she said there was a slight signal of a bit of an improvement for August compared to July. 
Also in the Irish Times on the same page, it's a roller coaster business. Unpredictable weather plays havoc for strawberry growers. And this is um, uh, the story where it talks about the early summer heat wave of May and June turning to weeks of prolonged rain in July has affected the growing season, stalling production and slowing demand. And it says climate change brings uncertainty for strawberry producers, uh, but for the 50 million euro a year industry, it means adapting. So the uh, heat wave, it ripened the berries in hours rather than days. And that required a seven day a week effort to pick and pack and deliver to shops. And then supermarkets increased punnet sizes, apparently. And then the July rain brought a sharp drop in demand for fruit. So uh, and slowed growth as well. So quite a challenging time for the sector there as well. Inside the, uh, the what, what paper is this? The Irish Sun. Um, a senator's fee proposal, um, Malcolm Byrne, he's suggesting split RTE, because we've added, is their headline, uh, RTE 2 TV, to RTE's two TV stations could be split like the BBC and Channel 4 with ads on one and not the other. That's according to the Senator. That's one proposal to deal with the uh, funding uh, issue and the issue about public sector broadcasting that's uh, in the spotlight at the moment in the wake of the payment scandal in uh, RTE. Um, 1,300 people with false or no passports stopped at the airport. This is a story inside page six of the Irish Examiner. Uh, according to Keenan Brennan, uh, just under 1,300 people were refused permission to land at Dublin Airport in the first four months of 2023 due to their to either having false papers or no travel documents whatsoever. Some 1,010 of those who were refused presented to immigration officials at the airport with no documents. And these are new figures from the Department of Justice. The most common countries of origin for those travellers were Georgia, Somalia, China, uh, Kuwait and Syria. Meanwhile, in terms of the 281 people presenting with false or forged travel documents, the most common nationalities were Zimbabwe, Albania, Iran, Algeria and China. And that's according to the department. And I'll briefly go through a couple of other stories that caught my eye as well. In the Irish Daily Mirror, a good feeling that onions help insides. Onions and garlic are among the best things to eat for a healthy gut, according to a study. Leeks, Jerusalem artichokes and dandelion greens are also beneficial. The findings suggest they're the uh, five foods that contain the highest amount of prebiotics. Uh, uh, that's uh, certain types of fibre that scientists say can help with a healthy gut, which is uh, uh, good to hear. Uh, also then in the Irish Daily Mirror, uh, finally wrapping up, the green man will wait for you. Uh, this is a story from the UK that the green man will stay lit up for at least an extra second at pedestrian crossings to give an ageing and increasingly overweight population in the UK time to cross the road. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.